the next two avis malachas, the next two categories of forbidden labor that one can't do on Shabbos are hakosher vahamatir, which means tying a knot and untying a knot. Now, seemingly, tying and untying a knot are opposites from each other, and one might think that the halachas, therefore, are pretty much the same vis-a-vis what type of knots you're allowed to tie or untie. But there are differences in halachas, as we'll see. So let's, let's understand. First of all, both tying and untying knots in the Mishkan, the tabernacle, were necessary for the making of nets to catch. They had to catch different animals, fish, chilozen, for which was made the special blue dye. And therefore, obviously, when using these nets, it was often necessary to remove and replace some of the string, and this involved untying the strings. So that's the malachas of tying and untying. Now, obviously, when it comes to tying a knot, the malacha, the forbidden category of labor, is tying a knot. Meaning you can't bind, you can't connect two separate pliant objects like string or rope by twisting them around each other in a skilled or permanent manner. You can't tie knots on Shabbos. Now, obviously the question becomes, well, we tie our shoelaces or hair ribbons or tying a bib around a baby, so we do do some tying on Shabbos. So, like in all the halachas of Shabbos, we're just learning very, very short, and there's a lot of details, but generally the rule to remember is as follows. The knots that are forbidden to tie on Shabbos from the Torah are only a kesher uman, which means a craftsman knot, and a kesher shel kayama, a permanent knot, meaning for a, to be over on the malach of kosher, to profane, God forbid, Shabbos by tying on Shabbos, the knot that one has to tie has to be either a professional knot or a knot that's made to be permanent. One of those two categories, according to some opinions, either one would make it forbidden from the Torah, according to some it's from the rabbis, but either one of those two things is a forbidden knot that you're not allowed to tie. Kesher shal uman, and uman means an artisan, because in some jobs you have to be able to make very professional knots, like fishermen. Like fishermen and stuff like that, they're very fancy knots, like called the overhand knot, the fisherman's bend, the cat's paw, the anchor knot. There are really a lot of knots for things that you need to be able to make sure that they will last. So any knot that's an artisan, that's a skilled knot, or, on the other hand, a knot that might not be skilled... But it's made to be permanent in this context more than 24 hours, that's also forbidden. But any knot that you make to last for not more than 24 hours, and it's not a professional knot, that's the rule, that's what's allowed. In other words, as long as the knot that you're tying is number one, not professional, meaning anyone could do it, it's not a fancy knot, like when you tie your shoes and stuff, and number two, it's not meant to last for more than 24 hours, that you're allowed to tie on Shabbos. So you could tie your shoes, but according to the Ramah, the Ashkenazim Amachmer, we don't tie a double knot. Because even though a double knot is seemingly also not permanent, it's just to make sure your shoes don't untie, but the Ramah, the Ashkenazim are stringent that we don't even tie a double knot. You can only tie a single knot on Shabbos. The Sephardim are able to tie double knots, because again, it's not meant to last for more than 24 hours, and it's not a professional knot. But that's the general rule. Anything that you tie that's not meant to last for more than 24 hours, that's fine. So let's say a necktie, if you intend to take off your necktie, tying a tichel, a woman that wears a tichel, and she, even if she uses it for a double knot, but she slips it on and off, it's not meant at all to be permanent. 
And therefore, it's also important to bear in mind when you take out the garbage, when you tie the garbage bag, you have to be careful not to tie a double, tie a double knot. And also with the Sefer Torah, if the Sefer Torah, the gartel you're using, you have to make sure that you don't use, especially if you're not going to use the Torah for more than 24 hours, you can't tie it with a very fancy gartel, with a very fancy sash, which is why the custom today is to use Velcro. Happens to be that there also are some poskim that forbid using twist ties for sealing bags because that's also considered permanent. But there are those that allow that. So that's the bottom line of tying knots. So again, to remember the rule, you're, you're allowed to tie a knot as long as it's not meant to be used for more than 24 hours and it's not professional. Now the malacha of matir, of untying a knot, seemingly would just be the opposite. But here there's a difference. Because since matir untying a knot is a lot easier then tying a knot, then even certain knots that you're not allowed to tie on Shabbos because it's easy to do so, you are allowed to untie on Shabbos if there's any physical discomfort involved. And of course, the best example, let's say you tied your shoes with a double knot before Shabbos, and now on Shabbos you see you forgot to untie them, so you'd be allowed to untie them because otherwise you can't wear your shoes. Or for example, the sash of a garment like a blouse that was left tied from a previous use or being cleaned and you didn't untie before Shabbos, you're allowed to untie before Shabbos because otherwise you can't use the garment. But on the other hand, when you have packages of food, or let's say the challah, the plastic bag, is tied with a knot, when you buy it from the store and the package comes with a very fancy knot that obviously was meant to last for more than 24 hours, you're not allowed to untie that on Shabbos. You'd be allowed to rip the bag open in certain ways as we'll discuss later on.